0: Thank you for joining the Bevel Talk, Season 7, Episode 2. Memories of the Weld Tube Squad's most challenging and favorite videos they've recorded. Today we're talking with special guests from Weld Tube Squad, Jake Schofield, Travis
1: Field, and Clay Chesham. Let's get right into it. Hello and welcome to Bevel Talk. Thank you for joining me today. I have a special treat for you. We have Jake Schofield, Travis Field, and Clay Chesham, all rig welders um, from the United States, Canada, and Australia. So, guys, I want to carry on our conversation about, you know, weld tube. Um, We've talked about how you guys got involved. But now I really want to talk about what's your favorite video and why. And we're going to start with Clay. Clay, what's the favorite video you've done?
2: My favorite, I think, would have to be the 12-inch brother-in-law with Travis. That was it was the first day I was there, and it was just just an awesome vibe with uh, I think it's Will Will the rig welder from Missouri who was there. He lent me the Miller that I was using there. Um, it's just just a great vibe, and yeah, and it was awesome to lay the first weld down in America. So that would be my favorite
1: for sure. What about you, Travis?
3: Uh, I think the favorite video of mine was probably either the very first one I did uh, the uh, the titanium one, or else it was the one doing the twelve inch uh, looking through the gap technique. Um I know for the titanium I was very I was not very practiced i um I was doing chrome for the last year and a half and then before that I was pipelining and then so i I didn't practice like titanium aluminum for quite a while, and I only got about two days of practicing, and then then I had to go down there and show them how to do it and then make a video of it and but, uh, a lot of it was was like I got to talk a lot about uh, the different metals and explain about theory and the psychology of metal. So I think overall that was probably what I found the most fun.
1: So isn't it interesting how as as we're welding and as as we learn more that you start to you know you you mentioned the term the psychology of metal right and and the thinking and being like all right what's going to happen here and 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 trying to adapt and and rather than react to what's going to happen it's just. It's amazing the skill level that it takes and that we can do that.
3: Well I agree with that. Because I know um I know welding, for example, it's it's quite often, especially in schools, it is always advertised as more physical, more grunty, brute, um kind of like a Neanderthal kind of art form. Uh, but when a person actually gets into it, and especially welding exotics and like like pipelining and all this other stuff, um, there's actually a lot of uh, uh, you have to be very intelligent, very sophisticated, very uh, strategic, and you get a lot of training. and And it's not about just dragging your knuckles on the pipe. It's all about like like uh, uh, techniques for heat input and calculations and formulas and everything, and and you know what temperature the the oxides melt at and all these all these things. Uh, a person needs to know that, um, that is not actually shown or taught in schools or not to advertise what welding is. But, um, yeah, it it is, it's very, very sophisticated. It's actually very nice.
1: Well, and I think that's one of the things is you can get into it at at any level that you want to get into it. You can get into it where you are a brute force welder, or you can, you can be a welding chemist that understands the alloys and, and the Curie temperatures and, and Curie points. And, and all of that in welding, and it's really up to you. You get to decide how far you want to go in it.
3: Oh, exactly. It's, it's
1: interesting. So, Jake, what about you? What's your favorite video you've done with WeldTube?
0: I got to say probably the 12-inch brother-in-law. That was actually my first video I think I ever did with uh, WeldTube, but it was me and Omar that were brother-in-law in one, and then it was Travis and Abraham that were brother-in-law in one, and then we had Weld.com was there, and and all those guys, but I mean, it was it was fun, it was a little bit of a competition, but at the same time, it was just all love, like, it was just fun, it was just, everybody had a good time, and but there was still a, a little competition vibe going on, so that was good fun.
1: Wait, you're telling me that welders are competitive?
0: <laughs> wow, super.
1: <laughs> oh, my wife uses the term ultra-competitive.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't go look at another welder's weld, but I mean, you're glancing. You definitely want to make sure you're holding up the car with it. Uh,
1: Exactly. So, you guys have used the term "brother-in-law welding" a couple of times. Uh, Clay, can you, or Clay or Travis or Jake, anybody, can you explain for those that don't know what that means, what that is?
3: Um, brother-in-law
2: is just tag teaming on a pipe, usually over a certain diameter. I think because you have to get the hot pass in as soon as that. it is is done, so yeah. And for speed purposes, I guess. But yeah, brother-in-law and his welder, we want to uh, a partner in a pot.
1: All right. I mean, you're just, you're partner in a pipe. You're you're tag teaming it, right? So, all right now. Two machines. Two machines. Yeah, twice as fast, roughly. Twice as fast. So twice as much more. All right. So, what has been the most challenging video that you guys have done, Jake? You want to take that one?
0: Sure. I got to say probably the one where, um, I don't think, I don't know that everybody was there yet, but I think Travis was just flying in, but, uh, Hamar, we wound up doing a, uh, I think it was just a 5g, like eight inch. It was nothing. It shouldn't have been that big a deal, but my word, like they have a full on filming studio. Hamar comes in, introduces you. Yeah, I guarantee, I mean, I've taken a lot of tests worth a lot of money. And that one was, uh, I wasn't even testing. I was just talking, and that was intense. So, just nerves. Nerves definitely took over on that one. It turned out way better than I thought it was going to, but it was, uh, it was, it was intense.
1: So, with the nerves there, you know, obviously, anytime you test out, there's going to be those nerves. What advice can you give? Give guys that are just starting out, or gals that are just starting out, to overcome that nerve and that test nerve.
0: For sure, it's uh, the way I look at it is just another weld. And uh, you're going to go in and just do it the, better, the very best you can do it, and that's really all you can hope for. Just practice and figure out what you're doing. Do I mean just really study that process that you're working on, and then be confident when you go take a test. And that's going to help kind of diminish some of the nerves. But then on, but in the end, it's still you're still going to be nervous. It's still going to be, I mean, it's money on the line, and so if you don't make the test, you don't make no money. So It's all, it's just, you got to put yourself in a state that's just another weld. That's the way I do it.
1: Right. It's an important weld, but it's just another weld, right? When we screw up on welds, people die, you know? That's right. You just don't screw up. Every weld's important. Mm Mm-hmm. Induction
0: heating provides great consistency in heating. Faster time to temperature of the part. Ease of use and safety in operation. Learn how to heat faster, increase weld quality, and save costs. Check out MillerWelds.com.
1: So Clay, what about you? What's the most challenging video that you've you've done with WeldTube?
2: I think the most challenging would have had to be the two and a quarter Cromoly uh, heavy wall pipe. Like it was a I think it was a last minute thing. It was late Friday afternoon. Um, we were flying out on the Saturday morning, and we decided to throw up a, a uh, six-inch XXS TIG root hot pass that Travis done, and a stick fill with, yeah, two-and-a-quarter chromoly uh, stick electrode. That was a bit of a marathon thing on a Friday afternoon night, but I think it turned out really good, but just to elaborate on what uh jacob said it it is it's completely different welding behind a camera and trying to talk and and speak clearly and concisely it's just it is very nerve-wracking
1: well i know you guys know it but when you're welding and you're all alone the thoughts that go through your head sometimes get pretty crazy and what you're thinking about and what you're doing right and all of a sudden having to step out and actually teach while you're standing in front of a camera and there's people there and it, yeah it's completely different than you're out of the element right oh yeah okay. i agree yeah yep. I, I always used to think that you know i'm i'm directing music or i'm directing a film as i'm as i'm whipping in and putting a cap in and such it's just i don't know weird like that i guess but hmm. so travis what about you what's your favorite video you've done so, Travis, tell me about your most difficult video you've done with weld tube.
3: I think the most difficult one uh, with weld tube probably would have been the aluminum uh, pipe welding video. And the reason why I say that is because I, um, there's two different ways you could do it with extended land fit-up, or else you could do it with a bevel and, uh, and um, argon inert gas. But um, making sure they had the correct tungsten. Um, uh, also the correct technique. And the reason why it's most difficult with that metal is because uh, we heated the metal up to about 400, 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and that kind of helps uh, weld uh, aluminum with it when it's hot, but also forms oxides very rapidly. The oxides uh, melt at about uh, 300 degrees Fahrenheit, so we have to brush those oxides off, but they rapidly form very quickly. Uh, quickly. But it's, um, uh, you have to feed at a certain way uh, you have to add fill metal at a certain point on the metal, and everything has to be very precise, and you, you have to open a keel, and you have to dab into the hottest point, and you can't move, you cannot touch the tungsten to the to the wall puddle, otherwise just it just explodes black soot everywhere and everything, and then on top of it, you're on camera. So you got the camera on there, you, they're watching your arc shots, you have to be extremely precise, even though your fingers aren't firing, your gloves aren't firing and you, and like, you get like burned pretty badly. <laughs> So that's probably the most difficult uh, video I've I've done
1: with them so far. So what I'm hearing from what you guys have said is being on camera is not something that most welders are comfortable at and welders are not competitive people at all, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) right. (laughs) Are there, I think competition is a lot. I agree. Are there any other notable moments that you guys would like to talk about for the next couple of minutes? Um, that you had being on WeldTube or in your in your career? Uh, I think the outtakes are pretty cool. The outtakes, yeah. How come we never get to see any of those, Travis? Hey, Travis comes out with some bizarre
2: stuff,
3: stuff <laughs> <dancing>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know with the uh, the, the WeldTube, I was mentioning to Ellen that we gotta we gotta implement more personality into the videos. Um, I know the more recent videos I both myself and Clay have done. I think back in May. Uh, we start trying to get more personality in there because that's what people come to see. Uh, um, you know, they want to see the personality. They want to see the, the characters of people. And, you know, they want to have a good time. They want to have fun. They want to have adventure. And, um, you know, if you can create a, a really good personality, a very fun atmosphere, and that's really all what it is about, especially uh, welders coming to uh, uh, South Coast Welding cabinet, they want to have, um, you know, be in a good atmosphere, be in a, a nice area, and they want to enjoy going there. So if you can have... Um, a lot more personality and the fun, um, you bring in more people. Right.
1: Well, I think welders come from all walks of life and all different types of people. I mean, if you tried to describe, you know, Hey, what's your typical welder and where does he come from? It's not possible, right? Right. Um, I mean, just even with you guys, we, we've got three guys from three different countries that all kind of stumbled into welding or, or chose to go into welding and you've got, you know, Rig welders that are you know welders for hire. You got the alloy expert, and and then you've got guys that are just doing jobs wherever, whenever, and whatever you can do. And it's a beautiful thing. Is there anything else anybody wants to add right here? We got about a minute left.
3: I well, I know with um, aside from welding, I know it's been a lot of fun hanging out with like Mar and Alan and Abraham and like Rob and like going golfing. Like we'd go to Top Golf and have like Bob Moffat there and be shooting balls. Like we'd be on Jimmy's podcast and. I think a lot of, oh even bowling with Hamar, like um a lot of things outside of uh outside of uh the well two videos, uh because every time all three of us go to uh Houston, Texas there, like uh Alan just takes us out, treats us really good and you know, he, he makes sure we're he's a very good host so he makes sure we have yeah. a, a really great time and takes care of us really. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Alan is a legend. Also the the LL leather stuff. He's just like, oh, here you go. <laughs> we got we got to give a shout out to Elwal leather because they're they just like, oh, here you go. We made a welding helmet for you. <laughs> so it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome with them too.
1: Yeah, they make some incredible oh, yeah. stuff. Well, it's interesting. You know, it's it's fun because when welders get together, it's it's almost always a party, right?
3: Always, always. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Unless fighting. always.
1: right? So. Well, guys, thank you for joining me today. We really appreciate your time, taking time out of your busy schedules. And we also appreciate our listeners. Thank you for listening to Bevel Talk. Join us next time.